What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony, Lori, and Mike, and we are discussing the fourth episode of Wheel of Time, in which Michael is finally on board, as we told him he would be. Yeah, I'm. It, it sucked me in. It finally got me. Like I'm fine. I think the one saving grace of this thing is probably Nene's. Like I, I, I'm, I'm 100. Like she, she is my spirit animal now. I'm like, okay, I really now I want to see what happens with her. Like above everybody else, like screw all the other Aes Sedai. I can give a fuck about any of them. I'm all about her. I'm, I'm like, I want to see what's up with her because she is like really interesting to me. Like mm-hmm. her whole character arc, like almost being killed, like fighting her way back, and like doing all this other stuff. And her, but something between her and what's his name? I'm land. like, okay, her land. I, I told you, I'm, I shipped them. Like, yeah, I shipped them too. I'm like, like she really got me back into it. I'm, and I'm, I'm mad at what's her name for. It seemed, um, because like when, like I know we're gonna get to it, but when, when she, it seems like she sabotaged them keeping what's his name under control, keeping the la- the dragon Le- Leandrin. under control. Leandrin. Mm. Yeah. Leandrin or um, not Leandrin Moraine. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Moraine. Like, you think Moraine she came back sabotaged to, it? Because she I mean, came back afterwards and tried to talk to him. Like, right. you know, okay. I thought that yeah, too. I'm I like, was like, mm-hmm. she was so calm walking in there. She just walked in there like, right. They'll I'm be like, here in a what few the fuck minutes. Are you doing? They'll be here soon. So we no, only she, have a few minutes to talk. I was yeah. like, wait, what? No, she I'm didn't like, sabotage what are you it. Doing? All I'm sure. See, I think I think I think the thing is that the thing is, I even though it seems shady, I saw I kind of saw what she was doing because she really believes that the kid, one of the kids, is the last mm-hmm. dragon. Was mm-hmm. the last dragon, whatever. Last dragon. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him the last dragon. You know, the true champion. Oh. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like she really believes it, so she really, so she finally got a chance to get him alone because I think that's what she wanted to wanted to do when she first saw him. She was like, "Let me get alone with him and talk to him. I can just, I can solve this real quick." Like you know. Because she saw in the first episode, she saw when they captured the other guy and took the powers from him. Mm-hmm. She looked down and she was like, yeah, "That's not him. They, they got the wrong guy. Ain't whatever." So we need to keep looking. So she says she seems to be the one that can really sense who's going to be the last dragon. So I think that's what she really needed to do. So I, I kind of get it, but it's just but that sense. just seems shady as fuck. That I don't know because really she shady. show didn't sh- she didn't sense Nynaeve. Yeah, that was Nynaeve. crazy. Nynaeve. Nynaeve. I'm sorry, Nynaeve. Thank you. Don't let Leandra mess y'all up. Nynaeve. She said Nynaeve. your name wrong. Nynaeve. Nynaeve. Lori, you were trying to say something. It's hard because we can't see your face. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I think that if you had seen Maureen when she walked in there, that you would think that something was going on that was a little dark friend-ish. But it wasn't. I think that she's so determined to prove that she's right. Because like Anthony said, she's part of the quote unquote CIA of the Aes Sedai Mm -hmm. that she just really wanted to get in there and get some answers. Because, you know, from jump, you could see that the different Aes Sedai really don't get along with each other. But because they have a common goal, they have to basically sort of live with each other. Right. So I don't know if I would say the rest of the Aes Sedai can't get along. I think it's just the Reds. Oh, I'll give you they, they gave off that because I think everybody else, it looks like everybody else maybe can't get along with Moraine or is kind of distant with Moraine, but she, um, 
you saw the we saw the blues and we saw the greens there and they seem to get along okay with each other at least their water the waters get along great with each other you know it's it's like a brotherhood with them but um yeah i don't know it, maybe maybe that's supposed to be too many women in charge you know supposedly they say powerful women can't get along and maybe were, that's what they're trying to portray or something mm, but were there blues yeah. there yes yeah yeah they blues greens yellows yeah. oh wait 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 let me see there weren't, there were, weren't there, they, were there blues no i think there, moraine was the only blue i, I, yeah. I meant the green oh the green. they had the okay i'm thinking green here the the red. greens and reds. basically greens mm-hmm. and reds yeah yeah that's okay, what I, because... and I was trying to figure out I was trying to figure out where where I'd seen um what's his name before um Logan Logan like I was trying to figure out because he looks so familiar I was like oh shit that's the dude he was in he's in Money Heist it's on Netflix it's like he's the professor like the one that runs the crew and like Money Heist is dope as shit it's like I recommend it to anybody but he looks like, like a cross between Tim Curry and Sirius Black I was gonna say he looks like Tim Curry yeah you're right he's like a really young Tim Curry he really yeah. does yeah yeah. But yeah, they, uh, but I, the, I like him thing, as a character actor. Um, the the thing about the blues, the blue no, they don't. None of the other eyes that I trust the blues because the blues don't tell them anything. Like mm-hmm. they don't share information. Um, they right. are in in fact the CIA of the they're the secret agents, the spies. They they don't. Um, and and the I thing think it's is for good reason. It is, and and Moraine knows. The thing about this world, um, the prophecies are not as in other shows and other other fantasy works. Prophecies can be a little iffy, a little shaky, and they're yeah. not real. Cl- the prophecies in the Wheel of Time are very very specific. Mm-hmm. And they're they're never wrong. So and they can't be really misinterpreted. You can apply them and try to make them fit, but if you don't if you don't check off all the things in the prophecy, then you're not the dragon reborn. Okay. I mean, there are yeah, other prophecies I... around. The thing is, Moraine knows what she is looking for, what they should be looking for, and Logan is not it. And she knew that. Even though Logan's but... powerful as fuck, like he. Yeah, that was gonna be my question. So if so, where does he get that power from if he's not the Dragon Reborn? Because like, like we literally see almost physical manifestations of past dragons, w- kind of like whispering in his no, ear. No, 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 no. That's not that, what that, that was. Dragons. That was the madness. Oh, okay. that was the madness. He so it was the madness. Voices. It wasn't. It wasn't the actual no, no, people. No, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. He's because, he's, like, if you if you watch the TV with closed captions, like my old ass does, they actually had names for the people that were speaking to him. So that's why I thought it actually was the people in the you know the past dragons or whatever. It, it could be. It. I don't remember the names where I have to look at it again. But no, that. That that that's the madness. That's okay. just like the first guy we saw who was talking to someone, and that person was not there. Gotcha. Okay. It, it, it's it's the madness. Okay. I was I was a little confused because I was like, okay, and 
comparing with the first guy that we saw who was talking to someone, you know, these were two shadow figures. So Mm -hmm. that's why I thought, okay, so maybe he is, but I, but you know, now that I think about it, I think that was to kind of throw us off to make us think, oh, that's the fifth person maybe. But then of course we find out at the end of the episode that no, that was not the fifth person at all. Someone else he, had that he, distinction, and he, she he could was be the fifth awesome. person. He hmm? could be the fifth. One person. of the names is Alusha. He's not the fifth. Like I have no idea. <laughs> Naive. When I tell you, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. You you asked how how is he so powerful, mm-hmm. and not be the dragon reborn, right? Remember, let, let's recall that I was trying to say that we have. Um, the last battle is approaching mm-hmm. and the things that they have that I said I have done over the last 3000 years has weakened the power of people who have the ability to use the power, the one power. Okay. So the will, the will, <laughs> the will has spun out people to kind of work this thing out. So we're going to need some more powerful users of the one power because we're going to get some dark friends. We're going to get some um, forsaken who are way off the charts on the power scale. We haven't so seen they, any forsaken yet. We haven't right? seen. Okay. Um, We've seen them, but we don't I, know they're forsaken. I'm not, I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> but the, uh, we haven't seen the Forsaken yet. So their power level is off the charts because remember, they're Aes Sedai from 3,000 years ago. Okay. So we've got to have people on the light side who can go toe-to-toe against these people. Okay. So we're going to get some pretty powerful users on this okay. side. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell you, but how they rank but um robert jordan did put out the actual power ranking of the characters so if you search it's an easy google search you can find out that's 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 like saying lori here's this (laughs) carrot and this stick why don't you go do this when you have 10 extra minutes don't tempt me because i will because her ten Lord, extra Lord, minutes you... is going to turn into an hour because she's going to get so sucked in. Pretty much, yep, yep, pretty much. <laughs> or, it's like, or, or we just say, Lori, tell us about the second book of Dune and what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, d- deeply, deeply detailed. Yes, but yeah. I will, I will say this, <laughs> Logan. Yeah, you think that Nanive is powerful? Logan is is not shabby himself. I mean, I saw that he wasn't shabby, but I mean, he even said he was like, yeah, okay, so what she just told me, what Moraine just told me, yeah, that that's that's it right there. Like he was even in awe of her. Yeah. Because and it was just so because we had no inkling of it. At least, you know, we weren't supposed to have any inkling of it. Obviously, there was something special about her. Yeah. You know, but but let me tell you about that you mentioned. But let me tell you about Logan though. Mm-hmm. Logan was sitting there playing possum because he was waiting for his army. He could have gotten out of there. They thought two of them would be able to hold him. He was just like, yeah, whatever, I'll wait. Ah. He was only using. He they said he was only using half his power. 
Yeah. yeah see, I, I definitely got that impression too that he was he literally was just sitting there, you know. Yeah, and we and, got confirmation that they cannot sense the one power in men. Right, right. She says it. But when they were shielding him, they could feel him, you know, pushing against it and whatnot. But yeah, we yeah, Nynaeve is not shabby, but neither is Loghain. So he was just surprised because he hasn't come across anyone as powerful as, as him. But here's the thing. So he's powerful, but he's had practice. Nynaeve hasn't. Like, that was full, raw power, unexpected, and it literally just came out of nowhere. But it was enough. She healed everybody in that cave no no mm-hmm. no hanako she brought everyone back to life they were, no, yeah, they were no she did they weren't dead they were they were they were on the cusp of death land was damn near land dead. was dead. Land, he, land he, almost he, bled out now i i'm not gonna argue with that but I just, she didn't bring um the other the green sister back she was dead but, yeah, but land 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 was on the ropes but as soon as, I, as soon as I saw Karina, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna die, isn't she?" It's like, yeah, fuck. I, I think they oh. messed up with Lan. I think they used too much um, blood <laughs> on his thing for real because that was he, a lot of blood. That was a lot of blood. Uh, and then for him to get up like that, and you can't lose like two pints of blood and be like, "Hey, I'm good." No, no, no. I no, mean, no. It, 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 no, no matter how much magic huge. you have, you got you got to lay down for a second after. <laughs> you got chill. Like, hold on, hold on. Just hold, well, just hold on. He was I mean, last when to get up there. That was that was supposed to also indicate how powerful Nynaeve was because yeah, yeah. all of them got up. And yes, Lamb was the closest to death, if not dead. I mean, he wasn't dead, but yeah. Well, he well was close. this is why I think because again, we know that things happen differently, book to screen. I don't know if that you know that scene happened in the book, but maybe that was. Because I feel like he would like had just died, and that was that final no when all hell broke loose. But I think because it was like literally a recent, like he had just died, she she had enough power, or the, the power brought her back. Karani had already been dead for a few minutes, you know, before they came into the cave, so there really wasn't anything they could do for her. Like, we yeah. literally well, saw I, her die. I, I agree with you. And I will say that on the internet that fans of the show and book readers, they've gone back and forth about whether or not Land had died or not. Mm. I'm just in the camp that I'm going to believe that it doesn't really, when, once you're dead, you're dead. And okay. the one power, because the one power being able to bring people back, no matter how quickly they died, would just be too much. Okay. And, okay. and that's a lot. And and, I think that would break that would that would break the magic system. Okay, plus, that's the that, yeah. To to say that she has that power the first time she actually access accesses it is a bit much too. It's like okay, she brought someone back to life the first time she actually fully accessed her power. It's like that's sloppy writing. It's like that's, well, you know, nobody, she nobody's just saw the that. person that she wasn't admitting that she was kind of into just die in front of her. So you know, like. Okay. She's probably like, hold up. I ain't even like we we're just not getting on like on the same pe- no, uh-uh. Yeah, I, like, I would like to, I would like to believe that he was about to draw his last breath. Okay. She, she, she saved him. I can go that, with that. That seems that, understandable. Um, and, one and, of the and, things that 
one of the things they really haven't touched on with her is this is a healing is something that she has been doing. Her, mm-hmm. I can talk about it now because we're at the point where she's shown her powers. Mm-hmm. Where even as she was growing up, she was learning to be a healer, learning to be a wisdom. She would, you know, do the poultices and the bandages, but she would still be using the one power to actually heal people. But she didn't know she was using the one power. At first, she didn't know. But over as she got older, she she realized what she was doing. Ah, so explain her why she's so angry whenever they throw it in her face about the one power and the ice to die and being a novice because she already knows that she has that power. Yeah. Mm. So so for most of her life, she's been using the one power to heal people. Okay. So and I think they intentionally didn't put that in the show because it would make this moment so much more um, impactful okay yeah because if i feel like if we had an inkling that she knew she had the one power like you said it would have kind of taken away that oh shit moment but i think no she she knew we we knew she knew because when they talk about listening to the wind mm-hmm. and being able to predict the weather or feel what's going on mm-hmm. that's them using the one power that's how she knew um Egwene had it as well oh okay i get what you're saying i get yeah. what you're saying okay yeah remember was, the the thing about they call them wilders people that that aren't trained as as they learn that they have the one power they either burn themselves out or they get sick and die mm-hmm. because they don't have anyone teaching them but in the two rivers, um, in that area, when you show up affinity for stuff like that, mm-hmm. they bring you in and they teach you, you know, about especially the scene about jumping into the water. Mm-hmm. That's literally the way they teach them how to control the one power. Mm, okay. Like you just flow with it. You don't fight it. Okay. Because the harder you fight against it, the worse it is for you. Mm, okay this is like in harry potter world with the um what is what is it when they don't use their powers and they try to hide it mm-hmm. um the obscurus yeah it's, it's the same thing okay okay but here the in the two rivers and in some other places they have ways of having them you know deal with it and control it and go with it and especially in the two rivers and that's why Nineveh is still around, Egwene, because um, they have an idea of how they should be able to use it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about the Aes Sedai, the sisters that we were able to see in this episode. Like I said, we had had a green Aes Sedai, and I can't think of her name, but, and when I'm going to IMDB to pull up the, the actors, you know, the cast for this episode, they only list 12. So like most of the other people, they haven't listed, but um, the green sister and Moraine seem to be friends, maybe not close friends. Yes, Alana. Yes. Alana. Thank you. Um, they seem to be friends. You know, it, it, she's at least she's the only other person I've seen Moraine seem to have a genuine liking to other than Lan um, in this episode. And, and she's funny. 
You know, I I like Alana, but she is a green Aes Sedai. She's very powerful. And I, the, the green sisters are the ones that are the protectors, right? The, the, the battle Aja. The ba- battle the Aja. Battle Aja. She was battle Ajing, okay? I don't know if that's a word, <laughs> but she was, woo. They were, when, when Logan's army came to rescue him and they started fighting in the woods, just seeing the other sisters do what they do. That was a great moment because it's like, okay, so we know Moraine and we've seen what Moraine can do, but it's nice to see some of the other people kind of get a chance to shine. You get to see some of the other warders. Um, I like all the warders. I will say that they're funny. They are, you know, I like the fact that they didn't treat Nynaeve I don't, they didn't treat her different. They didn't treat her special. They treated her like she was just one of them, you know? And, and that's another thing that I like about the show. We've talked about that before, where it's like people who are in situations where they're different, they're not treated as if they're different. Like in all of our shows, you know, um, especially over here in the West and in, you know, American shows, you know, when there's, when there's a character who is different, whether that character is a different race, whether that character is a different gender or non-binary, or if that character is gay or whatever, it's like, there's always some kind of reference made to it. Sometimes a big deal is made out of it. Sometimes it's not. But in this show, there's been like, no, it's just very, I don't know what the word I want to use. It, we we've seen the diversity from the beginning of the show and then we see it a little bit more here as well because you get to see Nynaeve um kind of bond with this brotherhood of warders because the warders are all men she doesn't really have anyone there that she can talk to and relate to except for the Aes Sedai and she really doesn't care for them she doesn't care for their machinations she doesn't care for the way they are with people so she's just sitting around the fire, hanging around with the guys, and it was not a big deal. And then, of course, you know, you had the two warders that were um, Alana's, <laughs> Alana's warders, and they were very clearly together, and then also with her. But again, Nynaeve kind of questioned it because that was not something she was used to, but it wasn't really like a big deal. And I like that because it's, it's just a part of the story. It's part of life okay that's what yeah. we do <laughs> that, that that's just how it is that's know? just how, that's it, how it is yeah. and i like it because you know and and we bring this up with other shows we we bring it up because we kind of have to because of the way shows are written because of the way things are cast but like i said this cast is very it's very interesting uh, and diverse very, yes yeah Yes, yeah. but they but it all meshes together though. It's mm-hmm. like they all, like they they do a really good job of playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Like even Nani Nani and Lan are just like like both of them are just they have such good chemistry. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, and a note and a note on a note on Alana and Moraine. They were, um, I, I don't know if they maybe they were novices at the same time, but mm-hmm. I know they were, um, accepted at the same time. So okay. they they were. You know, they they spend a lot of time together in okay. the White Tower. 
Yeah, so they're so, really good friends. Yeah, I was gonna say they seem like they're really good friends. Um, Moraine and Kareni, not so much, but I I feel like Kareni had like maybe a silent, maybe not like, but I think she respects Moraine. She might respect her, but Karini was the captain general of the Green Aja. Mm-hmm. So she she was she's the captain general is about is is probably the highest position you can have. Okay. Um with with the, with an exception, because we haven't seen a white tower yet. Okay. But we'll I'll I'll discuss it more then. But Captain General is she she's on a different um leadership level okay yeah then moraine is okay okay now that leandrin don't like her i do not like her i don't know what it is about those type of people in red (laughs) and i'm thinking cursed and 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 (laughs) i she's giving me the same vibes she's the same character archetype it's the same character archetype but oh my gosh, she's just oh, I don't something about her character just irks me. Like even from the first time we saw her when she was confronting, you know, the the guy who who was uh, they were chasing. I uh, I don't know, and I'm tr- she reminds me of another character, and I just can't think of it right now. But her, she bothers me. She bothers me. She's just, she's so smug and she's so underhanded because they're like, Karenny is clearly telling her, we cannot just gentle this guy without a trial. We have to take him back to the tower. And given what you said, Karenny is up there and Leandrin is down here. And she's still going around like, yeah, I know what Karenny said, but let me tell y'all what we're going to do. <laughs> And then when Karenny confronts her about it, she says, so you've talked to pretty much everyone. Were you going to come and talk to me? And Because she knew she wasn't going to convince her. She knew she wasn't going to be able to convince her to do it. That's why she saved her for last. Let me me get everybody on my side first and then go to the boss lady and see what she says. Boss is like, man, get out of here with that BS. Even Nynaeve, she knows, because, you know, even after she had that relatively cordial conversation as mm-hmm. soon as she steps away she tells Lan, oh that one's a snake that's a snake 100 <laughs> mm-hmm. she's got good instincts about people so mm-hmm. oh that leandrin oh i just thought of something um we were talking about Logan seeing naive's power mm-hmm. it, it's different for men men can actually sense the women's power i mean so Even that, if he that, couldn't sense it, just seeing what she was able to do. I mean, her hair flew out of her braid and was levitating in the air. You can't unraveled. not see that. It unraveled everything. You can't not see that. You know, yeah. she brought this dude whose throat was sliced open. She she healed him. Yeah. She healed yeah, Leandra. Just... She healed Moraine had a, a damn like Moraine just just got healed from her trollic attack. And now she's got a stake in her stomach. She should be out. She should be dead. 
Lance should be dead right now. I don't yeah. know. Stepin, I think he got he got hit with shrapnel. Some of the other people got hit with sh- like everybody got hit. They should be in some Except kind of Nynaeve. pain. Nynaeve got lucky and just hit the wall next to her, missed her. Because that you know. because that one power Nynaeve says said, not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. Maybe it was maybe it's because she's a Taverian and she got lucky. Because that, you know, that's the thing. Well. Okay. What I, I will this isn't a spoiler, but one of one of Logan's talents in the book was being able to spot Taverin. Ah. He, he actually has that ability. They're probably not gonna do it in the show. I was gonna say he ain't got it no more because they, they Yeah, they just, well that's not a one power associated talent. Oh, you can really? be able to sense Taverin and not that's not related to him because being a Taverin isn't related to the one power. Okay. They are separate things. Okay, I'm thinking. Okay, so Don't explain, think too hard. No, explain <laughs> again. So a Taverin is what? Because that me not having any book generally, knowledge. Generally speaking, Taverin are people that that are spun out of the wheel when things are not are not right. Mm-hmm. Like they they their presence is supposed to make things get back on track. Now, if does that mean is, that all of them are are magical, or is it just something about them that that they can that can be sensed? Like like you say, he can sense Tavaren. What is it about them that he can sense? Like a they have, for they actually, she's got the one power, so they actually cause the will. If you have to con- conceive the will as 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 um, if you imagine the will as the actual will, mm-hmm. the Taverian can bend the spokes. Like their mere presence can can sh- cause it to bend, can cause it to shift. Okay. And that's not really that they just have that gravity about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that would be the word I would be able to use. Okay. That there's a gravity about them. That they pull people to them. They push people away. Um, they cause weird things to happen around them. Okay. They they it's like the Scarlet Witch in the book in in the comic book. They can alter probability. Okay. With their presence. Okay, you're speaking my language now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they alter probability. Okay. Okay. Just just their presence, and and they can feel in the books they actually can feel the pull mm-hmm. of each other sometimes. Um, well, with Matt Rand and Perrin, they they feel it all the time. Okay. Yeah, we t- we we talked about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. Okay. It's just that in in this version of the story, they've made Nynaeve and Wayne Tavirin. Okay. Um, they are not in the book. Oh, okay. Oh. Huh. Really? Okay. Yeah, they're not they're not in the book. So you really weren't lying when you said seventy five percent of what's in this show is not in the book. <laughs> the number might be higher. It may be 90 percent. Oh, okay. So they so they just basically took the they just basically took the characters and they made a show about the characters that kind of sort of resemble, but not really. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they they it's almost like they took the concepts mm-hmm. and wrote a different story. 
Okay. But trying to get across the same idea. I mean, they're still doing the same things, but it's mm-hmm. like a different interpretation. Okay. It's, it's really, I wouldn't even call it an adaptation anymore. It's like an it's interpretation. It's based on. It's based, based on. on. <laughs> okay. When, you, when you're at 85% accuracy and, and the 15% is just the names and locations that, you know. Okay. Or is it the can, other way around? 15% accuracy? Is that what yeah, you meant? 15% okay. accuracy. Okay. Is the names and locations. Okay. But I mean, most of it, it, it's it's fine. And I can see why a lot of people who are fans of the books don't like it because it's, I've said this before, because it's totally different. Mm-hmm. But they're still ending up in the same place. Okay. Doing similar things. It's just like the whole cave thing with Logan. No. Mm. <laughs> Logan Logan was a, a minor, he was a nobleman from Gildan which um, we open up in Gildan with him, with the Gildan king. Mm-hmm. And the king, when he had started going around saying that he was the dragon, the king actually stripped him of his title and land. Oh. Um, but you don't, you know, you're not going to get all of that. Right. But yeah, he was able to. Because it doesn't to, matter now, the king's dead. So. <laughs> the king's dead. So, but yeah, he was able to, you know, rally a lot of people and convince a lot of people. And he was actually getting his army um, he was going to get his army together to go to Tyr because there is a part of the prophecy where the dragon, the person who is a dragon reborn has to go to Tyr and retrieve an artifact. Okay. And anyone who has ever made it that far in retrieving an artifact has died. Mm. So you just can't go in there and pick it up. You go in there, you, if you try to get to it, you're going to die. Okay. Even if you can get past, if you can get past the people of Tear, it's called the Stone of Tear, and there's a sword involved. Okay, which may sound familiar. Of course, there is. Oh, of course I mean, there, there has to be a sword involved. This is, this is fantasy. Is, wait, wait, wait. Someone, a, a prophesized leader, has to go to a place where there's a sword in the stone, and only that person can pull the sword from the stone. Never heard hmm. that before. <laughs> so I, not, I, I, I think people will like that one <laughs> you're right <laughs> okay wait till you hear the name of the sword that, that's gonna be fun it's y caliber close you're really close <laughs> okay you have to tell us now i mean no nah, it's, it's just no, called you might cal- as well at this point it, it's called calendar it's called calendar which oh, is you know if you say it fast enough it sounds like it's caliber but it's calendar it's just like it's just like Shang Chi. It's like yeah, my name's Sean. Shang Chi. Wait, wait. <laughs> you ran away from home and you disguised yourself by calling yourself Sean. Sean. And your name is Shang Chi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. The, the reason I'm I'm telling you guys this, and I know this is a spoiler, but they have changed so much of the story. That it's really hard to say that something is a spoiler when it doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't, it hasn't happened and it's not gonna happen. And it just moved on. Right. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. It, whatever. Okay. I still enjoy it. Right. <laughs> not, okay. Not, not need the great. The great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so um, yeah, low game. It's, it's going to be, yeah. 
Okay. Oh, we were talking about the, the Ajas. Yeah, it was only greens and reds there. Okay. There was a mm-hmm. yellow Aja there too, I think. Was it? Okay. I think there's one. And then, uh, like I said, when I went to IMDb to look at the cast list for this episode, they did have one yellow Aja listed. But I'm like, you have the yellow Aja listed who had like really no scenes, but you don't you don't have Steph Stepin listed. You don't have uh, Alana. It's I don't know. IMDb is just it, it's not accurate hmm. tonight, but that's OK. Hmm. But um, and it takes a certain number, um, a certain number of sisters to gentle a person. OK, so that's why they had to make sure their their numbers were up. Right. And they said, I think, I think Moraine said something about there were seven there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's one question I have about one of the sisters. So there is an Asian lady with a short kind of like a pixie bowl cut that I, if I remember correctly, she had on green for most of the out, uh, for most of the episode. And then at the end, when they were all about to gentle uh, Logan. She had on red. I was really. Did she, have, did she have on yeah. red when they were fighting in the woods too? I think she had on red when they were fighting think, in the woods. Too. I think there's two different actresses though. Oh, okay. Because they both had the same kind of that uh, short. I, I uh, think I know like what you're a, talking about. Okay, but in there was one shot of of Landrin and the other red sisters that was with her, and she was one of them. Okay, but mm-hmm. that was earlier. So okay. Okay, I was just confused because I was like, "Was that the same person?" Or, but she. I can was, imagine I they would make that big of a mistake. Have her switch. I would, I would hope not. But, <laughs> but you know, there that. have been inconsistencies. You know, there was a Starbucks oh. cup in in King's Landing, or actually in a uh, Winterfell. So you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but um. So yeah, the sisters like Karenny is gone, and I actually like Karenny um, for the little bit that we saw her on screen. But I think the most interesting thing to me was seeing the Ajas with their warders, because Karenny and Stefan were like an old married couple. Mm-hmm. Like they had that, they had that familiarity with each other. They had that, um, they had that bond. And you could clearly see it like we know Landron and Moraine have a bond. But to me, looking at them interact and looking at Karenny and Stepan interact, it was totally different. Totally different. You know, and we, we talked about it in the last episode, like Moraine and Land's relationship does not seem it does not seem romantic in that sense. You know, and, and we got confirmation in this episode, definitely that water and you know I Sedai, they can encompass all kind of you know relations with each other but I never I don't get that vibe with Moraine and um Lan with Karenny and Stepin I could see them being like an actual like together because they seem that that comfortable with each other like like I said they were like an old married couple you know, finishing each other's sentences. And, you know, he, of course, we know they have this bond where they can feel what the other, what the other person is feeling. Um, But I don't know, theirs just seems really natural to me. And when I tell you when she died and he felt it and the way he was just kind of stumbling around the battle, 
Like I've got to get to Karenny. I've got to get to Karenny and him seeing her on the floor and then caress, you know, just kind of cradling her after everything happened. I, when I tell you, I cried the first time I watched this episode, I cried because I felt it for him. Yeah. Shout out to Stefan doing his best Peter Quill imitation by attacking attacking him and almost getting everybody killed okay so i'm not the only person who made that comparison in my head when that happened 100 percent. i mean they were over there struggling to keep him together and he just rushes in and tries to hit him and by the way guess his axe is shattered and ends up being responsible for land stroke getting cut you know what's her name getting stabbed in the gut and everybody else getting shrapneled like but again just like i say with peter quinn is that emotional factor like when yeah. you when you have that kind of thing hit you, you're not going to act rationally, you know. And yeah, like I said, didn't. we saw it in this episode. Stepping and Karenny were like this. So when she died and he walked in and saw her body and and figured out what happened, I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. That he was going to go after him. How could he not? Even though, yes, it does, it did make sense in the grand scheme of things with what they were trying to do. Like, dude, we're trying to contain his power. Don't go chasing after him. But I would be shocked if he did anything else but that. Like that, his his pain was raw, and I felt it through the screen. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. Uh, where where do we want to go next? I think <laughs> I think we've talked about the 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 Aja, the Aja and uh, Logan enough. Let's well, I guess let's let's go to our original four, our, our quartet. Um, Matt and Rand have some issues, or rather, should I say, Matt has some issues. Matt's oh my God, these problems. two! It's like they they have they're like having so many like. They're just they're really problematic right now. It's like, not even this, it's not them. Don't say them. Matt is the one that still got the goddamn blade. Yeah, this is but all still, Matt. Yeah, but it's like they're paired together, and it's like Rand Rand isn't necessarily innocent in a lot of stuff. So I'm giving it. I, I this, still don't like Rand. I'm sorry. I just this, this is this, this is like I was getting Deathly Hollows feel. <laughs> them walking around the woods carrying a horcrux yeah. and yelling and screaming at each other. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that, that evil is infecting. But and and I feel I do feel bad for Matt because while he's struggling with this, and of course I, I think part of it is he doesn't want to tell Rand because he thinks Rand will turn on him. And I, I really like that part where Rand just told him, I'm here. You know that, right? Like no matter what happens, I'm here. I'm glad that he told him that because I feel like Matt needed that reassurance. But at the same time, it's like Matt is going through this alone. He's struggling with this darkness that's trying to overtake him. And we see him go into the barn and and throw up and he starts, you know, kind of losing it a little bit. And the little girl from the house comes and approaches him. And almost like that you see him switch back into big brother, Matt, you know, the good guy, the one who cares about his sisters. And I just felt so bad because, you know, that's really the person he wants to be. Like when she said, when he, um, when she asked him where his sisters were and he said, 
they're safe back home. She said, with your mama and papa. And he was looking kind of like, well, no, they're not safe with them, you know? And that was when it kind of hit you that, at least for me, Matt, as he's been saying for the last two episodes, he just wants to go home. He doesn't want See, any, he and, doesn't want part of it, any, any part of this. And I think, and I also think part of it is he can feel that there's something going on with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't, at this point, he, he may think he might be the dragon reborn and he's going crazy. Mm-hmm. And he knows what, what waits for any man that can channel. Right. And he can't take care of his sisters if he's dead. Right. You know, so or locked like, in the what? White Tower. That's why he y'all didn't just, want to go to Tarvalon. Yeah. Yeah. He's just I, like, y'all want, can just take this. I'm I'm just going to go home. But if, yeah. I, I want to feel bad for Matt, but I, go, I flash back to episode one or episode two, I'm sorry, where Lan told them when they went into the Shadow City to not touch anything. I feel, see, I feel my black dad come back on where it's like, you see, you take your kid in the room, like, don't touch nothing. Don't touch your hands in their pockets. When you tell somebody, don't touch this, what is the first thing they're going to do? Touch it. But I don't think he could have resisted. I think it called to a part of him. And I agree. The way the show's written and how he's been written from the beginning as being emo and having a little bit of darkness in him. Mm-hmm. He called to him. Yeah. And I don't think he could have resisted. Yeah. I know. Uh, I will say this. I've never seen a Gleeman fight like that. <laughs> Tom is very special. I just want y'all to know. Yeah. Tom, Tom, Maryland, Tom Maryland's got some, he's, he's got a lot of history in him. He's got some skills. I mean, he, he said as much too. He said, he said, uh, nothing is more dangerous than a man who knows the past. Well, all I'm saying is I know a little bit about, but I haven't, I haven't gone ahead. If he turns out to be like a long forgotten king, I would not be surprised. Seriously. I mean, I know what happens to certain parts of his life, but if he turns out to be like the 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 one, you know how uh, in Dune they had they had the kids on Hadarat and then they had Fenring who almost was it, but he wasn't. I think this might be what Tom is. So he's Aragorn, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, but I just like the idea of the Gleeman though. I like the idea because anytime you get a bard, you get uh, anyone who does music and all that. That's always fascinating because they're always fun to watch. So yeah, I. I think that there's a lot more to him. We're going to see a lot more. And like I said, if he turns out to be Aragon, then I wouldn't be surprised. He, he's more than just a gleaming. Well, I no. no I, obviously. Well, I, I know. Well, well, let me rephrase. That, that's not what I meant. What I meant to say at this present time, he wants nothing more than to be a gleaming. That's mm. all he wants. Okay. He's, he's being drugged into something that if he had his choice... He, he wouldn't want to be involved. Well, but that's the half is, the characters on the show. Well, the thing is, they've changed him so much from the book. Okay. Like like I said, he was supposed to be there at the Two Rivers with, with them. And he is supposed to be already with them. But they've changed it some. Well, they changed it a lot. Okay. Um, we would have learned a lot more. hero. Yeah, we, we would have learned a lot more about him okay. than, um, than we got. Now, here's my question. Did Matt kill the family or did the fade? 
the fade kill the fan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I that's what I thought, but then of course you know with Matt struggling with what he's struggling with, and of course you know they're saying you know they say that it, it drives them to madness and all this. I didn't know, but when he pointed the knife at the fade, it's almost like they made sure to show us that the blade was clean. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, he yeah. didn't kill them, even yeah. though he thinks I, I, I have, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to think that he, you know, he killed them, especially after he saw the little girl, because I don't think he was him until they walked out of that place. Yeah. And when he fell and he saw the little girl, he was just like, what? Like what happened? Because Matt would not have done that. No. Even possessed, I don't think he would have done that. At least not to the little girl. You but know? he was drawn to the he was drawn to the the death. Okay. In, in in the house, that's what drew him there. Okay, and then the way he the way he held up that knife, he was like, "I see you." I was like, "Oh, that's creepy." <laughs> it was it was really creepy. i was like this is turning into a horror movie real quick <laughs> right but um and Matt and rand are on the run again because without, of, without tom with, again. but he left not, him battling left him battling that fade by himself well he kind of told them to go because i i mean okay what would have and, happened and he if closed the, the door he like closed the door yeah. twice yeah, he was like, get like get the fuck out. Like the fade is coming for them. So what would happen if the fade gets them? Would the fade take them alive to wherever the dark one is? Or okay. And yeah, then the 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 dark one's goal is to capture them. He doesn't want to kill them. He okay. wants he wants the dragon reborn on his side to help him. Okay. Okay. Those two. They just, and and I was thinking about it where you were saying earlier about Taverin, you know, being lucky or that's one of the traits. Obviously not. Because these two have some of the worst luck in the world. It depends, or maybe on, your, I should even... it depends on your perspective. I mean, they're, they're being exactly in the places they need to be or are supposed to be. You may not think that, but I was gonna say the family who owns the barn might disagree. <laughs> but you know. I mean, if every everything that's happening is slowing everybody down. Like they could have all been in Tarvalon by now. Okay, there's a reason that they're not all getting there at different times or at a certain time. Okay. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> there's a method to the madness right okay so um or at least that's how i look at it right okay but um so now going to the other two going to pippin and Egwene, they seem to be having a m- marvelous time like they're they're dancing they're getting they're getting good nice meals they're they they're making friends pippin uh perrin still seems haunted but um there's something else i noticed in this episode and tell me if i'm imagining it but does it seem like perrin has more than just friendly or brotherly feelings towards Egwene? 
Don't be looking I at me like that. So. <laughs> I kind of thought so too. Okay. Even even back back when they made the made the fire and they were huddled together, it's like around that time I was kind of like, he's probably he's probably seeing me thinking it, but he's still he's still in mourning first of all mm-hmm. for his wife dying and him having accidentally killed her on top of that. Right. So he he really had, he's really still trying to come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's still there's definitely some kind of some kind of feelings there. Like yeah, for, and I think at least also on his too, part. it feels like he's hiding that also to honor his friendship, not just with her, but with Rand as well, because that's yeah. technically speaking, that's still kind of Rand's girl, you know. But yeah, I felt like okay, he's protective of her, but it's just the way that he was kind of watching her. Um, while she was, you know, uh, um, dancing and just having fun and talking to, uh, what's his name? Aram? Aram? Aram. Aram. And it wasn't, it wasn't the kind of, he's watching her like it's a creepy thing. It was one of those, like it was kind of wistful. And I think part of it, I felt like was the fact that, okay, she's at least, she's not worried she's happy or she's she's kind of sort of happy at this moment you know she's just kind of you know enjoying herself which is something none of them have been able to do since they left home so I felt like he was a little bit wistful about that like oh at least she's able to relax and have a good time but he's you know like I said he's still holding on to you know his feelings and his guilt and everything but at the same time I I kind of looked at him I was like hmm I feel like yeah, Egwene's got some, she she has her pick of the litter right now. So she's got Rand, she's got Aram, she's got uh, Perrin, because Aram is clearly beside it with her up until yeah, he, she's yeah, looking he, at yeah, the stars and he was like, like, who is he? Like, yeah, she's just sitting there looking at the stars. She ain't paying you no attention. Yeah, there's another dude there. Yeah, because yeah, Aram knows I'm a hot dude and she ain't glancing at me once, twice, none. And I'm giving her my best stuff. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm giving her my best I mean, look at me. I'm me. How are you not attracted to me? You know and, who I am. And he's dropping me. lines left and right, and she ain't biting on none man, of them. He man, said, "Like no. this dude, parent don't know what he got." Well, dang, well, yeah. maybe parent. The fishing hole is dry. <laughs> there are no fish <laughs> left. You ain't catching shit. Yeah, Sorry, and bro. even 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 that scene where they were sitting there looking at the stars and they were talking, they were like unusually close. And usually in TV shows, when people are that close, they kind of they kind of they look at each other and they realize, oh wait, I think I want to kiss you, and they go in for the kiss. And that didn't happen in the scene. And I was like, oh, okay, so y'all yeah, didn't go I'm, for that little, you know, obvious. I'm sure Aaron was disappointed in that too. Oh, of course he was, <laughs> but you know. Uh, but he was respectful of it because as soon as she, you know, when he asked her, he said, so have you lost them? And she was like, no, I'd have, I, I would have known. And he was just like, okay, moving on and just started <laughs> having a conversation with her. Like, okay. He, you know, I will say this. I like his character in the show because he's, he's just happy all the fucking time. Like everybody else has all of this weight, their dragon and despair and this, that, and other. And he's just cracking jokes and he's just happy. And it's just, okay. And I think too, it's, it's interesting that his character is that way, given what 
they've gone through as a family because we hear his grandmother tell the tale about what happened to her daughter you know being attacked in the woods by raiders and just killed for sport and she says that Aaron was so young he doesn't even remember her and I'm just like that would make anybody else depressed but he is just like this happy-go-lucky guy and just like I don't know the way of the leaf is working for him (laughs) I mean well I mean is is it well I mean you didn't get that kiss I mean I'm just saying but you know what? There's the way of the is working is working for them, you know, as yeah. as best it could, you know. Mm-hmm. But I like that little group. You know, they just kind of traveled the countryside and they pick up strays and and they're nice and they're charitable and you know they, as we saw in this episode, they have histories. You know, one of the ladies that parent, you know, commented about. Um, Isla was like, yeah, she used to be a hired killer. Parents turn around and look like, what? Like, what? And then, you know, she goes into the story about um, the way of the leaf and how when her daughter was killed, she said, you know, I wanted to, it took everything in me not to grab the spear out of her chest and go hunting them down. And I love what she says um, after that. It's, it's very idealistic, but I think it's a nice sentiment still. You know, parents says, well, why didn't you? And she said, because I, I only wanted revenge. And he was like, yeah, and? And she said, what, what did she say? What better revenge for violence than peace? What better revenge for death than life? This is basically a nomadic hippie commune. Like they're just going from city to city, like just being happy and spreading peace as much as well as they can. Mm-hmm. And, sp- and talking about the, the song and all this other stuff like it's just like they're, they're basically the song. You know, yeah, yeah it's, just for my sanity don't talk about the song okay because i you know it's about to yeah, ask it's just like bruno we don't talk about the, we don't talk don't, about don't the talk song. about the song no let's put it this way we don't talk about the song they remind me of the partridge family you know with the little bus and the little birds remember that or am I too, quoting a too old of a reference here? No. I'm, I'm going mean, I'm gonna yeah, to say something. I'm older than so you we are. get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something. It's not a spoiler. But I just want to tell you guys, when y'all find out about the Tuatuan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be so excited for you. Oh, because okay. Because there is such an important part that they play in this story. Hopefully the story goes, hopefully the show goes on long enough, mm-hmm. but when all the connections are made, she has going to be like, oh my fucking God. Mm, okay. so, so they're either... So, it has okay. nothing to do with the song. Okay, so so they're either they're the first people, or meaning like the first ones that appeared after the wheel emerges, they're elves, or they're elves. <laughs> they are elves. There are no elves in the wheel of time. We're gonna have to get Anthony a new T-shirt. He's he's got the one that says "No theories." Now we got to get him one that says "This is not a spoiler, but yes, exactly. (laughs) This is not a spoiler, but I'm telling you, this show makes it very easy because, like I said, 85 percent of this is made up, right? (laughs) No. Mm, Okay. But But no, it's, it's not a spoiler. They, they were inter- they're important. I mean, there are some characters who are not. Aram is going to be one of your 
favorite characters. He's his story one arc, of my favorite. His story arc in the book is is very good. Okay. It's very good. Okay. I like him. He's so happy. How can you not like him? Well, there's a reason for that. So <laughs> I don't know yet, but I'm just saying whenever someone is that happy, there's something really, really wrong with them. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that's the case. Well, he could, I mean, he really could be one of those people who's like, look, everything else in this life is shitty enough. I'm not about to let it affect me that way. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to find you know how he in is everything. in the show. That's how Matt is supposed to be. Mm, oh, okay. really? Yeah. Really? Happy go lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Matt doesn't have any problems. I mean, Matt, Matt, from what I've read, is just the nicest guy. He he oh, the only thing I got from the from the book and a half that I've read is that his physical size occasionally in the past made him feel uncomfortable because he's so big and he has to remember to make himself small around other people. Wait, you know? Matt? Uh, not Matt, Perrin. I'm sorry, I'm talking about Perrin. Okay. Matt, no, Matt in the book is is a, is different because Matt is basically a rascal, you know? Yeah. And 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 this the thing with the dagger, as soon as I knew he had it, I was like, oh, they're going to go that route. I just saw Smeagol, just, you know, the whole thing, you know? <laughs> You know, but Matt, but Matt, I, did. I thought Smeagol when I first watched when I first watched these episodes with him with the uh, blade, I was like, that's his precious. Yep, pretty much. And I guess that would have been too much of a drastic change to have him go from Aram, you know, happy go lucky, right? Everything's great to, you know, to murderous Matt. rampage. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been obvious then that something is wrong. Like at yeah. this point, like Rand senses something is wrong but he can't really put his place uh, he can't really put his finger on it but he right. just knows that something is wrong with Matt and I think maybe he's thinking you know Matt is kind of sad about not being at home and you know mm. they're separated from Perrin and Egwene so maybe Rand is just thinking that he's just internalizing that but no um, I think I think Rand and 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 Tom's conversation pretty much confirms that Rand thinks that Matt is a channeler and is going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I but, think that's why know, he's concerned. I think it's one of those things too, where it's like, he hasn't really seen anything, Matt do anything about it. But I mean, I don't know because I think we discussed last episode that Matt has probably been channeling, especially when he opened that door that was supposed to be impossible. Oh, you mean Rand, for him. Rand, 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 Rand. Yes, you know, especially when he opened that door that he was not supposed to open. But Rand is not showing any signs of madness yet. So either that means that he's not a channeler or maybe he's dragon reborn which i know you you've probably you've already said that it's pretty obvious that it's him but i don't know i think they're they're purposefully trying to throw us in different directions but still it's kind of like if you think about it like matt yeah matt is kind of gone at this point and i don't know if that's because of the blade like if he gets rid of the blade will that Will that change the way he's acting? Like, will he be more himself or 
was the blade just an accelerant for the madness that he was going to get anyway mm. being a channeler this I, I will say this look at the two male channelers that we've seen two confirmed male channelers that we've seen so far mm-hmm. what did they both have in common um hold on okay we got Logan and remember, remember we talked about we've talked about this before that writers tend to show you things mm-hmm. earlier to prepare you for things later right so what did that first guy that mm-hmm. Leandrin and her sisters Marine saw them mm-hmm. capture what did he have in common with Logan? they were both white <laughs> Besides that, I'm sorry, we both know that. I uh, know we both we, we know they're both channelers. Mm-hmm. We both know that they were going mad. Mm-hmm. What was the manifestation of their madness? Seeing other people, right? Or, mad Rand's from, fake, huh? Rand's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory. No, I'm just <laughs> no. So we have all. So we have an indication of what the madness looks like mm-hmm. we haven't had any of our males show that trait yet or have we look was tom a man uh, <laughs> was he a manifestation of- is tom, was, was wait, is tom real yeah is he real oh yeah. don't don't go there <laughs> <laughs> just, come on wait wait i'm i'm i'm, I'm with this let's let's, let's okay let's no no let's not let's, let's not do that. that i'm with this i'm with this let's, let's take this a little further yeah so, uh, so, so i don't before, think an imaginary we, friend could fight could fight off a of fade the way that he did if you can channel maybe maybe he fought it off he really fought it off and in his mind he in his mind the, Tom fought it off and they escaped. But we're maybe he there. fought them off no. enough so that they could get away. No, and then he came back there. to himself Mm-mm. and saw the little girl dead. Mm-mm. And it's like, that's, see, I, see, I only, I only I'm say I'm that. Sorry, so. I'm sorry to get back. See, we're, we're getting back into Mar- getting back towards, a Mar- towards Marvel. So I got to get, get into my theory game. Back no, again. no. So if, no. if Matt was going to go crazy, mm-hmm. then if he was in the process of going crazy, he would be talking to people. That's not there. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. And if Rand was going crazy, he would. I mean, he also might be, be talking to that to that blade, my precious. <laughs> or not or the maybe same maybe thing. one of them one of them didn't make it out of the city. <laughs> what? Nah, no. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Because no. see, I'm, and, see I'm, I'm I'm starting to formulate that because even even if even thinking about that. Um, what was her name? Dara, the 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 barmaid. Mm-hmm. She would have disproven all of that because she had Rand trapped, and then Matt was with uh, what's his name? Tom. And then they came together, and then she confronted both of them. So, yeah, that that no, that theory's dead in the water. Mike, just go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. we 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 saw that she for was your crazy, forty maybe. out over is dead. Maybe, maybe she maybe she she's crazy enough where she where he was talking like two different people and she just no we're moving on no we're moving on I, no but, but, but my point my point being that's a good know, point though it's, it's not yeah, there's a way know, to tell not, there's a way to tell when it starts to happen some, yeah, yeah we've got some indicators mm-hmm. okay 
So right now, poor Matt's just he's just going mad. Now he's he's possessed by some unknown evil. Mm. Well, it's a known evil, but unknown to him. Let's say that. Let's say that. Unknown to him. He saw it. He just didn't know it's inside of him. Right. Because when that when that stuff started creeping up after he threw up, and then was it moving Uh, on his mouth on his face uh too? It went back into his mouth. That looked gross. (laughs) That was disgusting. That was gross. Shout out to the effects people. It was like bubbling and, and yeah, stuff. this whole episode, this whole ep- the effects in this whole episode were yeah. top notch. Mm-hmm. Like from yeah. from the from what was from Lorraine, the whole thing with Lorraine, like his his magic coming and whispering in his ear, like Logan, Logan, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like uh, from that to Nanive's powers to like the whole thing. It's like these effects are top notch, like mm-hmm. really good. And the costumes, the costumes are yeah. amazing. The Tuathuan, all the colors and all that stuff. So, you know, I was thinking, I was like, okay, so we already talked about we were going to try to go to Dragon Con as uh, Grisha. Grisha. Now I'm looking at these costumes on Wheel of Time, but I was like, that's going to be too elaborate, especially one of the costumes from next week. Is it next? I think next week's episode or Maybe See? the episode, no, it's, I think it's the episode after that. There is a costume that showed up in that, and I was just like, oh, I want to do it, but no. Dragon See, Con it, in September. So you could be, you could be like a green. You want to be green Aja, blue Aja, and hey, Mike and I could be your warders. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that. That would be fun. I mean, that would be awesome. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Look, it's early enough. We got to start planning i still want to be a grisha though we can we can Dragon do both. Con is five days <laughs> do you know how many people bring costumes for multiple changes each in a day? day no in a day they would right happen. that's what i'm saying you have some people who do five cosplay changes in a day i'm i'm not about to go i'm i'm telling y'all now i'm not about to go there but yeah we could do grisha and then we could do you know, Aja and Warder and yeah, we could do that. That would be fun. Okay, cosplay idea. We got to start thinking about it. Um, oh, speaking of the Ajas, let me say this. Um, I think it was it was the 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 green Asian woman I, I was telling y'all about that I think had the bowl cut. So when they're fighting in the forest and, you know, they're using their their powers, of course, Alana, she she builds up these walls one of the Aja, she starts striking the ground like she's shooting a machine gun. That shit was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, I want that power. Like they, were blow, like, they were blowing them up left and right. Like, that shit was crazy. They were. And then, you know, I think there was one red Aja that got stabbed and she fell to the ground. And I was like, oh, they just lost somebody. Nope, because here comes oh, no, she got riddled with, no, no, she she got did, riddled with she arrows. Got like two, three arrows. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah. But she got healed because she's got sisters around her. I was like, oh, this is so not a fair fight. Yeah. <laughs> and and Nanive was shell-shocked. Like, she couldn't do anything. Like, she stabbed one guy, and then she was, like, had her back against the tree and was looking left and right, like, what the fuck? I mean, think about it. PTSD, she just went through this a few weeks ago in her own village. Yeah. Remember? And she got dragged off in that one. So yeah, I, I would have been shell shot, but I love the way Land just kept, he was like, okay, come on, let's go. 
Let's go there, grab her. There handle. were there were a couple of lines that let you know that this was not going to go the way for the army. The first line was earlier when Marine was talking to Karen and Karen and she said that, "Why are you scared? You you have held back armies by yourself." That's number one. And then later when Landrin is like. Oh, there's no way they're gonna be able to go against seven full sisters. Right. It's just seven of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I said well, and, and the waters were freaking. holding off too. Now the waters were mm-hmm. fighting. Their job is just to protect them while they do their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what they do. They they were doing a pretty damn good mm-hmm. job of it. But um there's one other part I do want to talk about with this episode, and that's the um, that's the scene with Lan and Nynaeve. I knew you were going to say that. The, that it was such a beautiful scene, and it's like you get to see two scenes with two scenes where it's just them. And the first one is after she's having her conversation with um, Leandrin, and Lan comes over and talks to her a little bit, and there's still you can. I don't know if I want to say she's still kind of, um, I don't know. She's not, she's not really holding him at arm's length, but you can tell that this attraction is there and she's fighting it. And then, you know, she sees him praying and he tells her what he, what he's praying about. And then she, she prays herself and she tells him about, you know, she speaks a phrase in the old tongue and she doesn't know what it means. She just knows that it means, you know, it was something that her parents said to her. She said before they locked her in the cellar to go, um, I guess, fight or, you know, try to lure whoever was attacking their village away from her. So it was the last thing her parents ever said to her before, you know, she never saw them again. And when he translated it for her, it pretty much said, um, you know, I was going to say, it sounded similar to what um, Isla was saying about her daughter and why she follows the way of the leaf. She said that, you know, Perrin was telling her that um, her philosophy of peace, like that's not something you're ever going to see in your lifetime and not even your grandchildren's grandchildren's lifetimes. And she's like, I'm not doing it for them. She said, I'm doing it because the wheel of time will one day spit my daughter's soul out. And I want this world to be better for her so that she can live the life then that she was supposed to live now with me. And I think when Lan translated the phrase that Nynaeve said, it was something similar. Um, I don't, I didn't write down what it said, but it was basically like the parents protected the child so that something something about it, it was the it was the last thing it was last thing that king amon said to his wife before mm-hmm. he went off at the battle of Manethrin. Mm-hmm. but it was something about um we protect our children now so that they can live later or something to that effect but mm-hmm. it, it it's kind of about it's about sacrifice kind of yeah mm-hmm. and it tied in with um you know what Nynaeve's parents did and you could see her get really emotional there and, you know, she tries to play it off and she's like, you're not anything like I thought you were. And then he says the same thing. But before, you know, when she says in what way, before he can say it, they're getting attacked. So I was like, yeah, they're totally going to get together. Totally. We, shall, we shall go into the land so our children can always hold us and okay. we'll never be alone. Okay. 
Okay. So, yeah, he, I, I think he broke her down with that one. That was like, that was that last little piece of wall she was holding up, just crumbling down. And she was like, okay, I guess he's okay. And then of course, you know, like I said, he, he watched over her during the battle. And then when they went into the cave, he got hurt. It's like, she sees everybody else hurt, but who does she go to? She sees land and that's the one she makes a beeline for him. And she tries to staunch the bleeding. Of course, like his, his neck is just shooting out blood at this point. And he's dying. And she was just like, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> and the hair starts flying. And I was just like, and you can see it in the light. You know, they actually had her hair levitating in the light. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. But before that, you, you saw with with Logan did to that cage. Like he literally he disintegrated it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's not powerful. He was powerful. But when Moraine had that conversation with him, the way she was breaking it down to him, she was like, your power, it ain't nothing. Nothing. Compared to what's out there. And then when Nynaeve set it off, he was like, like the raging sun. And then, of course, you know, that distracted him enough for them to capture him and gentle him. And I think at that point, all of them coming in, seeing what he did to uh, Nynaeve, they were like, you know what? No, you're done. You're done. I I hope the show is going to be different or treat Logan differently than they do in the books because what, what she says kind of bothers me because it's not true for him. You know, when she's like, you know, your power is gonna you know, pale in comparison to the power of the dragon reborn. It's not true. Um, so, okay. So let me ask you a question because they gentled him in this episode. Does that mean he's getting his power back? And you so might as well when, have gone ahead and answer the question. And so when you, uh, yeah, I, I didn't care for that line too much at all. Okay. Okay. Oh, shout out, shout out to Elena. Why did you have so to ask doing... that question? Why did you have to ask it? Inquiring minds want to know. I didn't bring it up. She brought it up. Notice it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Lori. It wasn't Lori. (laughs) Okay. um, Shout out to Elena. Yes, he does get his freaking power back. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Elena doing her best Magneto impression from X-Men First Class with those arrows. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) This is the thing I don't understand. Or, or, she, or, she, or it could have been Neo from, Mate, from The Matrix too. Like, just like, stop. I don't understand. I'm glad you said The Matrix 2 and not Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> but I don't understand. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I don't understand. So everybody knows about the Aes Sedai. You know that the Aes Sedai are powerful. Why would you be stupid enough to shoot arrows into a camp full of magical women. For, for first of all, it's been a while since the I said I have have done something like this, like an army go up against I said I. It's, it's been a minute. Okay. Um, it's usually little skirmishes, not like a whole army. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so all they have are stories, and most of them don't believe the stories, and they don't trust Asadai. They think they're all lies anyway. So it's easy for them to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not true. It but you're be, following a guy who claims to be the Dragon Reborn. Well, Logan is very Logan is very charismatic, okay. very very charismatic. And, and if he was indeed the Dragon Reborn, then the current Asadai would not be able to stand against him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they got lucky. What did Landrin say we did what you blues did? We snuck into his camp while he was asleep and shielded him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have done that shit if he was awake. Mm. Which, which, which was proven when he just dusted them off when he woke up. Like, right. And just threw uh, Leandrin and Kareni into the wall. Yeah. Knocked them out. Because when he woke up, he was already in the cage being carted off somewhere. He's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I guess I'll just wait until my army finds me. Okay. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's cool. I can use a nap. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll wake up in a minute. Y'all wait, wake me up when my army gets here. Right. Mm. Okay. Um, also, shout out to um, shout out to Stepin and Stepin and um, same Yvonne for being like for being one of the coolest gay couples I've ever seen in my life. I was like, oh, that cute. wasn't Stepin. That was somebody else. What was his name? Was, was it Maxim? Maxim. Yes. Maxim. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maxim. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. look at them. They're just just all out and all out. And about. I was like, but, but who's over, gonna check? All them? I was like, okay, that's pretty. Cool. That was. I thought that was, that was pretty cool. I was like, okay. But that's what I was talking about earlier, where it's yeah. like, you know, nowadays, you know, you would have seen if it was here, okay? You would have seen so many entertainment news articles. Uh, Wheel of Time has gay couple, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And again, with this show, it's just not a big deal. And I love that it's just not a big deal. It's like- right a part of the landscape it's a part of you know just like them having a black ice to die or asian ice to die or it's mm-hmm. whatever and they took it a step further it made it made them poly it's like wait a second. right they, they they went even further <laughs> yeah right we all retiring for the night oh wait what yeah all of yeah. <laughs> Right, like when, when, once one one couple starts going, everybody and my neighbor was looking like, oh, so everybody about to go get busy. And then when Lance said, uh, by the way, I you know I guess I'm tired too. I was like, oh, she because I think that was the moment, that was the moment that she realized how attracted she was to him because or you know how she felt about him because he got up to go and you could see her face kind of change like. Wait, if Wait, everybody else me? is getting up to go get busy, that means that he like, hold up. Oh, and Stepin was sitting next to her. He just he just drank his tea and chuckled. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> like, you know. That's okay. Now, okay, I have I have this question to ask. Now that we know that Nynaeve has the one power and she's actually very powerful, whatever. I'm sure at some point somebody's going to suggest to her that she has to go maybe try to be an Aes Sedai or they're going to try to get her to be an Aes Sedai. When it comes to warders, warders, do they change Aes Sedai? I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> because I'm sorry, they 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 got to get together. They got to get together. It's just, it's kind of a 
it had they have to get together even in the little scenes that they interact when uh that they interact in i feel the chemistry between them i feel the tension between them it's got to happen because what i feel with 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 those two i don't feel that with him and moraine so it's just kind of like okay you know what yeah you i can be a warder on the side but i'm gonna i'm gonna go over here and you know whatever but i don't know how that works i don't know how those relationships work like can warders have families can they have other people outside of their isodai? uh you know I, I i don't know how the you know i don't know the logistics of their relationships in this story or you know that it could change from the way they portray those things in the book they might change it for the show so i'm not going to ask you to spoil anything else or to answer any other questions anthony i think i've hit my limit for today so i'm gonna leave you alone you, you've hit your limit for the next two shows uh, <laughs> that's not fair that's not fair don't make me pull the executive whatever executive <laughs> rank <laughs> You gonna answer all my questions? Damn it! No. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> L- Lori's been awfully quiet. Yes, because I I wanted to listen because I've watched this episode like eight times. So I I, I really wanted, you liked it that much? I like the ending. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. When they when they go all airbender, I was like, oh, I'm in. But yeah, no, I. Well, I mean, that's basically. You saw some earth bending, some air bending. You didn't get any fire or water. I thought we were gonna get some fire bending with the 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 elevated fire pits next to the cave. She did blood bending. Okay, that was blood bending. Yeah. Okay. I'll, um, I'll, okay. At the yeah. end, yeah, that was yeah, bend, yeah, bend um, his blood right back into his body. That's oh yeah. But my thing is, is that I I was quiet tonight because I wanted to sort of see where you guys are at because. I liked this episode very much. One through three, eh, I've tried to watch episode five three, four times, and I cannot, even though I read the first book, a character shows up, which I want to love, and I just, mentally, I just can't get past the first 10 minutes. So I kind of want to hear where you guys are at on that. Wait a minute. Now I got to think. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Is, is yeah. episode five the episode with, uh, and I'm I'm gonna say it like this and just leave y'all to wonder. Is episode five the one with like the most driest yes, kiss yes, ever? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I get what you're saying. So it, I mean, especially after everything that happened in this episode, it it is a little bit slower. Um, mm-hmm. there are parts of it that I think are a little more more emotional, but yeah. I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, this episode was just, you know, episodes one through three, three were good to me, you know, enough to keep me interested and, and trying to see where the story is going to go. Because again, my old mentor has been trying to get me to read this series forever. And I just, you know, like I said, I haven't had time to really read recreationally like that. So I just never got around to it. And then now they came out with the show. I was like, okay, I'll might as well watch the show first and then read the books because if I read the books and then the show doesn't follow, then I'm going to get irritated and I don't want to do that. So, um, but I just, this episode, especially the last part of it. Yeah. 
it totally made it because when all of that stuff started happening, I'm like, oh, okay, so we get to see the Asadai like really fight, and you get to see the other warders fight, and you get to see land fight. Okay, this is cool. And then you see all the stuff that happens with Logan and his power. And then you see the sisters come in. And then Nynaeve just kind of, it was just kind of like, whoa. I like, I literally just sat there like, wow. Wow. But again, isn't the other thing I like about the show? I love it that the women are so powerful. Love it. And then Logan says this little line to was it Leandrin or he said it to Moraine talking about his power and how, you know, they should want to follow me. No, we have had enough of women following powerful men forever. No, sit your ass down and let this, let these women take over. <laughs> That'd be totally out of character for this series anyway, because the women are the, are the most powerful ones anyway. So like see a man follow, like why? Like that's stupid because you're changing the whole dynamic of the series mm-hmm. like because the women are the most powerful powerful beings in this world so they might as well continue to be yeah i mean powerful enough that they can take the man's power away from them and leave mm-hmm. them leave them quivering masses and you know yeah feeling like they have nothing left and nope. <laughs> yeah mm-mm. Let, powers. let the women stay in charge I have no problem with that whatsoever. Gentling has this wonderful effect where you can sense the one power. They, it's, it's, it's almost it's like you have control over it and then it's gone, but you can still sense it. Like it's there just out of your reach. And that's what, what like I'm sitting here pointing them. my finger at y'all on the thing, and y'all are just out of my reach. Like I can't touch you, but, mm-hmm. it's there. but you know we're, we're we're there, and it and that's that's what it that's why they shielding mm-hmm. they did shielding a little different. Shielding is supposed to you can't sense the power at all or use it. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's been a while. I haven't gotten to the books yet where they where they start shielding people. But from what I remember, he in the book, if you have been shielded, you can't use the one power. You don't feel it. You don't sense it. You don't know anything. Oh you, wow! You're okay. Just cut off from it. Mm. The gentling, you can still see it there, and you live the rest of your days where it's right there, and you can't touch it, and you miss it. Because so technically like a, speaking, shielding is it has a, a bigger effect on a person than the gentling. Well, the shielding can be removed. The shielding is temporary. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gentling or stealing, which is what they also call it, mm-hmm. is you you are you don't you can't access it anymore. Okay, when you said shielding, and when you said once they've been shielded, I thought you meant that once they've had that done to them then they can't feel okay the the shielding is ongoing shielding to prevent you from using the one power okay so technically well not technically but as far as the book goes all the stuff that he was doing at the end he wouldn't be able to do ah okay because he couldn't he wouldn't be able to he wouldn't even be able to sense the one power okay okay all right so then yeah that's that's a lot of changes a lot that, that's a major that was a major change lots yeah okay hmm. 
but their but their description of gentling is mm-hmm. accurate. Okay. That that's what causes them to kind of people to kind of lose it and kill themselves or just waste away is that they miss it. They can see it, they mm-hmm. can feel it, but they can't use it. They can't touch it. Mm. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's it's gonna suck for the game. Mm. Well, okay. He deserves it. He had well, it he, coming. He, he didn't do, do it. Do we know? Do we know that he he deserves it? Like, he didn't okay, yes. It. Like the stuff that he did towards the end, what happened with Karani and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, but before, like, that was self defense, though. Yeah, well, yeah, but like before, like, what what do we know about his character except for what we saw at the beginning of this episode? And you know, he could have killed the king outright, but he didn't. And he sat there and talked to the king, and he told the king he was like. You know, the, basically what everybody else has been saying, the last dragon broke the world, but I'm not going to do that. What did he say? I'm here to bind it. Yeah. I'm here. He, to... was, he was going to fulfill the prophecy. He was getting an army together. Mm-hmm. He had gathered, well, they're not going to tell you, but he actually, half of Gildan, which is where he was from, mm-hmm. he got that army and the king. And then there was like another country and he was on his way to Tyr. And okay. he would have taken Tyr. If he was the dragon reborn and he would have added them to his army. So he was literally getting an army together for the last battle. So he, he wasn't, his only crime was that he was a man who could channel. Okay. Yeah. So maybe he didn't deserve all of that, you know, Dude. but, but Leandra had her he way. And I just want to know, is there going to be some consequences to her actually doing, you know, going against what the Armalyn seat said? Who? Leandra? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because she, like, like Mike said, I do feel like she kind of manipulated that whole thing. Like, and then after, you know, Karini dies and he attacks them, she's like, oh, okay, y'all give me your power. Cause he he just gave us our explanation right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, know, what she like did was he... legit, but I mean, you can even I wouldn't be surprised if someone would argue that she manipulated the situation to the point where maybe she weakened her shield just enough so he would kill somebody. I, well, yeah. I I don't No, I, I don't know if her I would put it I would put her ego Well, not, not well not not enough to I kill would, but not, enough, enough, enough to that he can get free. Right, enough but enough to make himself. it seem like he's a threat and we need to take care of this. I don't think she I don't know. Do I think that she would actually she would purposefully kill one of her sisters? Well, okay, I'll I'll back up. Maybe she wouldn't she wouldn't have wanted him to kill anyone. But she definitely would have wanted him to get a, get free. Okay. Because if he had freed himself, that would have given her, her enough justification justification mm-hmm. to okay. do it right then and not have to wait for a trial. Right. And she makes a good point. She's like, do you feel how powerful he is? We're not going to be able to make it to Tarvalon, you know. With right. This, we with have several hundred take, miles to go. Right. Taking mm-hmm. shifts, trying to shield him. That That's going to be a problem. Right. And then they were going to have to be, you know, even if they did travel to Tarvalon with him, they're going to, two of them are going to be constantly trying to shield him. 
what happens if they're attacked on the road? They could have easily been attacked on the road, just like they were attacked at camp. And then mm-hmm. what then? If you start seeing all this stuff happening, do you still keep up your shield? Because if the people around you start falling, eventually is you're going to fall or you're going to let him go so you can fight. And, you know, so it, well, I don't know. first but of that, all, you have to understand the ego of the eyes to die. There's nobody. I'm I'm getting there's that. nobody that is going to attack that caravan and be able to be like we took out a few eyes. No, it, it doesn't work like that oh, yeah. <laughs> with them. Yeah. I got I no got one you. would be bold enough to attack an eyes to die caravan unless you are an eyes to die. Like no one would do that. I don't Even, know that white cloak might give me some pause. Yeah, he's okay. He's first of all, about that. I'm not. I'm not going to give anything away. But the white cloaks don't want none of that heat. Okay, <laughs> they don't. If it's one ice die, okay. They yeah, he's got seven or eight of them on his seven or eight of those rings. But yeah, trust me, see, I'm wondering how <laughs> did he go about capturing them? Like I have questions. I have questions. Well, you there are a lot of white cloaks, and mm-hmm. you throw enough fodder at them, and all you gotta do is take out the water. And once you take the waters out, if they have one, mm-hmm. but I said I, you know, she's she's gonna get tired. You just mm-hmm. keep throwing people at her until you get your moment. Okay. Yeah. And I think I said this before, even though they didn't talk about it, but um, Valda is a blade master, and those there's very few of them, and they are nobody wants to try to take them one-on-one unless you want to become one mm, okay so um so that that that's there's that but okay. yeah even the white cloaks they are around tarvalon and you know that they want to kill Sedai, but they would never try to attack an Sedai group of Sedai. that that would be very bad for them okay and they know it and the other thing is, after they gentled Logan, and you know all of them kind of started standing down. Did you see the expressions on everybody else's face? They were like, "What the fuck did we just do? Like we just did the one thing we were not supposed to do, because they were supposed to take take him back to Tarvalon for trial. They mm-hmm. were instructed to, and it's like in the heat of the moment, they gave Leandrin." their power so that she could do that because she was about to she was about to burn herself to a crisp did you see her face start glowing mm-hmm. so i understand they did that to give their sister their strength and to you know keep him from killing them again or attacking them again but as everybody's hands started coming down their faces were like what the fuck did we just do i was like oh y'all might be in some trouble Ooh. Mm, okay did we did we skip over anything i think we i think we got it they recovered everything yeah. okay mm. they yeah. have to they have to form a circle to perform a gentling or stealing so that's that's why she asked them to join with her okay okay yeah that's why she asked to do that so she could do it or they could do it together <sighs> Yeah, they did it. And like I said, afterwards, they were all like, um, we weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> Funny story. As that scene was happening, because I was watching it in tonight, Bailey mm-hmm. walked into the room and she's like, are you watching Eternals? 
isn't isn't that isn't the Eternals? I was like, <laughs> you're oh, that's funny. funny. That's funny. I was like, you're funny. She's like, no, because she's that's never funny. seen the Eternals, but she knows what happens. So she's and like, and think about that's... it. The color, the colorful. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at Bailey paying attention. <laughs> Look at yeah. her. Okay. Because I, I think she saw the scene with the Unimind, and so she was she was making oh. that connection. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Any last thoughts on this episode? I can't wait to hear what this song is. Like, I mean, damn it. Sing no, the damn song. We're not doing it. On that note. <laughs> I want the song. No. No. No song. Anthony. But, but, but no for song. real, I'm re- I want I'm really interested to see how how the nomadic hippies factor in all this. Because you can tell there's more than meets the eye to them. Like they're they're like they have there's something like if they're really pushed into a corner, no matter how much they say, this is kind of the thing. It's kind of a trope in certain stories where it's like no matter how much someone says, I'm not going to fight you. I don't want to fight. If you push somebody far enough or you hit the right button, they're going to they're going to defend themselves. Yeah, those wagons so, hide hide big howitzers and fifty cows. Hell yeah, let's shoot them up. Bang bang! I will say this too, as far as the um, the tinkers, Isla, Miss Maria Dora Kennedy. Anytime she has to do a scene like that, where she's talking about like the loss of a child or something like you know something of that sad nature, like she did in this episode, she did a similar. um, She had a similar incident happened to her last season in outlander so she talked about that um i'm thinking that oh and then of course as um you know queen catherine and the tutors she was just like so self-suffering in that show she plays those scenes amazingly but i really want them to stop giving her these sad scenes stop giving her the sad stories give her something happy that's all i'm gonna say but Laura, you got anything else? Um, no, I'm I'm good. All right. Well, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.phantomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. You can listen to us on YouTube or you can watch us on YouTube and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. <laughs>